excited here. I'll, you know what? I'll introduce it this Do time. Do it, Ty. Tell us what's All right. I'll, so, so for our money topic, and I'm excited to, to talk about this one because credit card debt has hit an all-time high, and we've seen, wow. we've seen that in a lot of articles and whatnot. But this one that we found today actually breaks down what different generations are spending their money on, a.k.a. what has caused the credit card debt because it's actually quite different for different generations, and it's kind of interesting as to why that is. So that's our money topic. Oh, that's going to be fascinating. So money topic, then we've got our mindset topic. There's always obstacles, there's adversity, there's difficulty around every corner. You know, maybe you're starting a, a new business and you're trying to figure out how to get through those obstacles. Maybe you've got an existing one. Maybe you've got employees you're trying to build a culture with, or maybe you're just trying to figure out how to get your finances right and be able to actually have enough money left over at the end of the month to invest and start growing your net worth and and living an epic life with you and your family. Today in our mindset top, we're going to talk about 10 ways to overcome adversity and thrive during a hard time. So this is going to be a great, uh, great one that we all need to be aware of. And there's different ways to look at it. We're going to dig into that. That's our mindset topic. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll jump right to sports. Just, uh, I think we're going to spend a little extra time on those first two today. So we'll For dive sure. right to sports and we definitely need to talk about the NFL. Some of the games we're excited about because the NFL kicks off on Thursday. We have the Chiefs playing the Lions. So that, honestly, if you haven't been following the NFL very closely, the Lions are a very good team. Mm. That will be a very good game. And honestly, I think I am picking the Lions because oh. the Chiefs and their slow starts. I, I, I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs take a little bit longer to get into form, especially with how many young athletes they have right now and how many young guys they're expecting to play so uh we'll see but it, that that's one of my hot takes hot picks there i'm going lions so we'll we'll dive into that a little bit more though that's a good one i've got some questions around that probably a lot of you guys also anybody who was watching anything on tv online you probably saw something about coach Dion sanders coach prime and the colorado buffaloes having a shocking win for some people, it wasn't as shocking, but uh, very, very impressive, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved watching them. They, I almost bought a, a hat, but it looked too close to the Buffalo Bills, so I canceled my order. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got Buffalo. So. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Welcome to the Go Figure podcast created for parents and business owners who want to get their money right. My name's Leo Cannell. As a husband and father of five, I've been fortunate to create two eight-figure businesses in the fintech space. This podcast will share the values, principles, strategies, tools, and tactics that have helped us to build a fintech empire and provide an epic life for our family. Having been a parent and entrepreneur for 20 years, there's a lot I don't know. There's been a lot of failure. The good news is together, we'll find solutions to creating an epic life powered by a business that we love. All right, guys, let's jump into our money topic Money is this interesting topic. It's always changing. We all have a different way of filtering it, of looking at it, depending on how you were raised, how you evolved. Maybe you've gone from uh, an employee to a business owner, to an entrepreneur, to an investor, whatever, wherever you're at in that uh, progression, that journey. So let's get to the bottom of this. Credit card debt over a tr $1 trillion in our country. So out of everybody here, we're, we're over a trillion dollars in credit card debt, which could be good, could be bad. A lot of people are very concerned, a lot of economists. So why is this and what are people spending their money on? Let's dive into it. We're going to break this down by generation. Ty, where are we going to start? We better start with Gen Z, Leo. Okay. 
And right. uh, again, Jillian, we're talking to you and your generation. <laughs> this, is, this is 1997 <laughs> to 2012. Um, like it or not, you're, you're a Gen Z. So the Gen Zs, and again, Leo, before we dive into that, I, yeah. I don't think the whole credit card debt hitting $1 trillion is a bad thing. As long as the default rates are staying very, very low, but the default rates are starting to, to, to climb. And that's why we want to talk about this because credit card debt on the rise is a good thing. It means people are learning how to utilize credit and get the free money and get the protection and the rewards of all of that back from the credit card companies. But if you're seeing defaults, missed payments, late payments, that's when I, I start to worry. So the Gen Z's uh, on average increased in the second quarter of 2023 credit card debt by $3,300, $3,328 to be exact. And their spending has been influenced by factors such as COVID-19, obviously, but right. the major spend categories were electronics, okay, computers, which I, I kind I, of- I need a new iMac. Yep, okay. exactly. All right. And streaming services, which we talk a lot about. And I think streaming services become a problem when you're not disciplined and you think, oh, it's 10 bucks oh, here. Oh my. And yeah. before you know it, if you're only making 50 grand a year and you have HBO Max and Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and all these different YouTube TV, it, it can get really, really out of hand. So that one doesn't shock me. And electronics, you know how Gen Z is. They, they like to live this crazy expensive life that they can't afford quite yet. They feel like they always need to have these nice new things. So MacBooks keep coming out, new iPhones keep coming out, and those Gen Zs always need to have the newest stuff. And we've talked a little bit about this, right? There's two types of debt, you know, when it comes to credit card debt, specifically maybe more than any other type. And when it comes to credit card debt, there's good debt, bad debt. The good debt really can only be classified as you bought something because it's going to generate a return. There's a high likelihood it's going to actually make you more money by having access to this thing. And if you are using a credit card to invest in a business, to go through a training program, to learn how to, you know, run a digital marketing business, to join the business finance space, whatever it is, but you invested to improve yourself. That's the best yep. investment you can make. But at the end of the day, oftentimes, if we're doing a lot of electronics, now, if it's our first computer and we needed to be productive and our old computer just wasn't getting it done and the new computer is going to help me be way more productive and I can get a lot of stuff done and I'm going to be much faster, more effective, more efficient. Okay, we've talked. That's good. That's fine. And then you use your income. You pay it off. Hopefully, you got a 0% interest uh, introductory rate there, and you paid off during the 0% interest. But if you didn't, then what does that mean, Ty? I mean, you're you're going to be throwing a lot of money down the drain, yep. ultimately. Just flushing it. Yeah. Yep. Paying a lot of interest and buying stuff that was really cool. You know, you got that uh, expensive flat screen. It's coming in handy for the, the new season, but you probably should have delayed that gratification and bought that with, not with cash, you should have used your credit card for the points, but then paid it down to zero. And if we're keeping an average balance of $3,300, we're not paying it off at the end of the month. Yeah, and I almost wonder what their attitudes are like as far as a lot of their adult life, there's been bailout after bailout. They, yeah. they haven't really had to be held accountable. They're, I think just as of now, student loans, you, you finally have to start making payments again. So I, really I almost point. wonder if they've developed this attitude yeah. of, oh, it's, I, I'm never going to be held accountable. Screw it. 
And that might be exactly what's happened, right? Because they thought, oh, maybe I'll never have to pay my student loans yeah. back. And now that student loan payments are due, and those payments are adding up. I mean, the average student loans in this country, about $40,000 that the average student actually has after college, $40,000, that monthly payment's probably 800 to to $1,000 a month. That's a decent payment. And if you didn't have that payment before, and now you do, and then you have regular expenses or your computer actually has gone to crap and you have to get a new one, well, the only option is to put it on a card. Love those Gen Zers. I, for me, Leo, because I'm just kind of like the very end of the generation before that, the Gen Zers to me are they're just my little siblings. And I just I love to tease them and just think they're so Let's ridiculous. But my little sister's a Gen Z, so it's always fun to to poke fun at that but let's move on okay gen x All right, what's next you take that one you take the gen x all right gen x uh so this is i'm at the very end this is 1965 to 1980 don't get carried away i was born in 1980 so i'm not not a uh, younger uh, or the, one of the older gen x's definitely the youngest so gen x holds the highest oh that's bad the highest average credit card debt among the generations with an average balance of nine thousand five eighty nine. As of the second quarter of 2023, so we're talking three times higher than Gen Z and probably now Gen X was, I think, the last generation that really actually had quite a few kids compared to some of the, the generations after that millennials, Gen Z. So far, they can still catch up. So Gen X probably has a lot of kids. They've got some uh, kids going back to school. They've they got kids even, that are Gen Z's. They've got, in fact, that's, that's the problem. That's exactly right. They've got a Gen <laughs> Z kid out there who, uh, in fact, as I'm looking at this, uh, goodness, I've got uh, three Gen Z kids, right? Lucas was born in 03. Kayla was born in 05. And we got Marcus, who was born in 09. Actually, Jonas is born in 2012. Goodness. So I've got four Gen Z. They're Zers, probably pretty expensive. And they're very very expensive and they they have to have cell phones when they're still in grade school yep. crying out loud and so that was an expense our parents didn't uh didn't have and so very very expensive not surprising that those parents are carrying nine thousand five hundred eighty nine dollars and probably most of it is probably for family expenses healthcare expenses i mean yeah. health insurance just keeps going up and it doesn't cover everything there's costs there and you've got to take care of your family so and maybe you Tried to go on vacation and it ended up being more. I mean, there's a lot of different things there. So, but here's the bottom line: they are at the peak of their careers. So Gen Xers are making more money than they've ever made, you know, according to their life, and they tend to have higher purchasing power, leading to spending on consumer goods, services, and investments like homes. Okay, there it is, homes. Yeah, homes is another one, right? Every time you turn around, literally, like this year has really been a pain. So our dishwasher died. Had, had to replace that. Um, a year ago, the washer and dryer just weren't working well, so we had to get go talk to Tyson, get a new washer and dryer. Shout out to, to Thrive Appliance here in Utah, and our man uh, uh, Tyson, who runs that uh, business, our good friend. But So then we had to get that. Um, there's always a, a car issue, registration. There's so many different things that are coming up. Like, And then if you're a homeowner, there's, there's so many bonus expenses. Just how much is landscaping costing? Oh yeah, I just wrote a check for thirty five thousand for a backyard. Yep. So that yep. was fun. Yep, and you know, there's there's always that uh, trampolines break down. You got to get new <laughs> trampolines. You got to get the basketball hoop up, and then the cost of cement. 
has skyrocketed. So all these things just keep getting more and more expensive. And if you haven't increased your income enough, yeah, it's no wonder you might have a balance of $9,500. Then maybe you're super responsible and you're going to pay it off next month and uh, just rack up those cash back points. Hopefully you are, but probably a lot of people are not. All right, moving on. I love this generation for some reason. I don't know why, but it's it's the baby boomers, Leo. The 1946 to the 1964. They're just living life right now. They're just doing their yeah. thing. Yeah, um, and, and they've got the second highest credit card debt with $8,192 on average. And they're spending more on the leisure activities, the cruises, the, the dining out. Um, I guess they're benefiting from cost of living adjustments and social security increases. That's news to me. I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing right now, but uh, I, I kind of guessed that it, here's my take on this. I, I'm trying to think about why for all of these reasons that we've discussed here. I think the baby boomers more so than any current living generation, they saw a lot of friends pass away throughout COVID. They, yeah. they watched a lot of sure. people lose loved ones. They, they lost a lot of their friends themselves and they've kind of developed this you know what? Life is very fragile. Let's go out there. Let's live our life. Screw it. It's, it's just money. Um, and I think that's why baby boomers are spending a little bit more money and, and doing more leisure activities than they used to. It's a good point. I mean, you know, you, you, you pass away. Or are you worried about that credit card debt? No. And probably not. Hey, you know, the kids will have to deal with it. They can sell the house. They'll pay it off. Maybe there's some life insurance left over, Whatever it might be, but yeah, case in point, my mother and father-in-law are going on an Alaskan cruise right now with their friends. I think in the next week or two, so they're super excited about that. And and exactly right, my parents uh, just got back from like uh, France and Greece, all these other areas. I don't know what, what if they have any credit card balances, but uh, it's it's a case in point. And so if you're at that, and this age group is now age, uh, it looks like fifty-nine to seventy-six. So I mean, yeah. they're up there. Right. And, and you start getting your 70s and you're like, you know, hey, there, who knows how much time is left? It could be, you know, President Biden isn't worried about that. He just gets on Air Force One. So you know, good for him. But uh, if you're in that age group, you just want to make sure that you're counting your last days and having the best time you can because the future is not guaranteed. So eight thousand one hundred ninety two dollars in average daily in average balances there as of the second quarter of 2023. So this was the end of June of 2023 just a couple months ago yeah same thing on with my parents i don't think i even told you leo dwight went and got a harley um <laughs> just got delivered so yeah he's uh oh now we're living the life yeah catch him on bountiful boulevard sunday night cruises okay. it's gonna be great well, please. shout out dwight that's it that's impressive dwight you're a badass man Good job. <laughs> all right moving on millennials here we go. Here we this, go. This is your group. Millennials only saw a 2.55% increase in debt so um, in that quarter that. with an average debt of $6,959. Okay. Their spending habits involved hobbies, uh, hobbies, clothes, electronics, and socializing with friends. So maybe we are oh. no better than our, uh -oh. our younger generation. But... I think our generation's a little bit further along in their careers, probably making a little bit more money. That's why the you know we see a smaller increase, and probably my guess is less defaults. But again, trying to keep up with the trends, the clothes, the electronics trends are changing so much quicker than they have ever before. So it, it makes perfect sense. Boy, I don't know what it is about the clothes one, but I just never could get excited 
to spend a fortune for the name brand clothes. It just never, never did it for me. But a lot of people really do. Even my mom, will, I remember once uh, my wife was asking her, you know, my mom, what she wanted. She's like, oh, I'll have some Abercrombie and Fitch. I'm like, oh, okay, mom. I'm not going to lie, Leo. That's <laughs> every t-shirt I own that's not seven figures is Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, because I definitely noticed the difference in quality between the Target brand and the Abercrombie and... It's coming back. I'm telling you, people. Abercrombie is the best t-shirt out t-shirt out there. And well, like, evidently, I've been missing out. Can we get some seven figures Abercrombie? Oh yeah, I'll Maybe I'll get some, some made. Abercrombie. Jillian, let's is so let's order nice. some. Let's let's try these. Oh ones. yeah. Oh yeah. Because I do hate crappy t-shirts. Yeah. Like if it's not the right material, it makes me upset. Oh yeah. And it's, I don't exactly like look at what's on the brand. I just if it's good quality, you know. Oh no! If, if there's a moose on the shirt, I'm not buying it. That's embarrassing. Here, like, absolutely not. If there's that big Abercrombie moose, that's not okay. in my wardrobe. If it has a little cursive Abercrombie, so be it. But uh, it's just the quality. It's night Dude, and day. This is so. I had no idea. Yeah. Here I am giving my mom craft forever, and you're just saying this. You, is, you've seen me in it. I, I miss it day after day. You just like I said, you just <laughs> you don't know that in golf clothes. Like these these Ooh, pants are called Primo. So absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna give Jill an Abercrombie shirt, and she'll be sold. <laughs> she'll change her mind. Oh yeah. And they don't shrink. It's just it's just so much better. Guys, I will say this. As you get older, you invest in yourself. And that means sometimes a better bed means a better, you know, better things that lead to better quality of life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which, when I was younger, I couldn't have imagined. No. No, it was Old Navy, H&M, cheapest stuff out there. Right. Who cares if it... Rue, Rue 21. Oh, wow. Heaven. Forgot about that place. Yeah. See, I, not quite a millennial. 1980, not 81. So. The boomer days. Oh, All right, no, guys. No. So that's millennials. What's next? Um, what are the I think that's it. I think we covered all of the, the different generations there. So this article that, that I broke down, oddly enough, this was a massive article. I copied and pasted it into ChatGPT and said, hey, will you give me a breakdown of the trends amongst generations? And that's how we got this. Ooh, so it. it's kind of cool. But uh the factors contributing to the credit card usage just across the board that this uh, talks about and breaks down, talks about rising cost of living due to high inflation yep. and stagnant wages. Um, with its, let's see, Gen X talks about higher earning potential is more inclined to make significant purchases like homes and cars. And like we talked about homes, especially if you buy a new home, you've got the washer dryer, all this stuff you've got to buy for it. So that makes oh, yeah. perfect sense. That's up. Um, younger generations like Gen Z, millennials, more mobile, willing to relocate for jobs, potentially decrease their desires to purchase homes. So that's where we saw a lot of their Dude, spending. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. The real estate market is still like, like prices still haven't come yeah. down that much. Interest rates are above 7%. And so home affordability is at an all time like low. It's it's not very affordable. It's, it's extremely expensive expensive and so but prices are not coming down rates are not coming down and then there's not a lot of supply out there so it keeps demand high which keeps the prices high i'm guessing yeah i super weird i don't know i don't understand it so it's, if you're a millennial or a gen z and you're not in the top maybe five ten percent of income like it's and and then you've got to save 10 20 percent it's it's super complicated. I was watching a video the other day uh, from Breaking Points, great little news organization. They were saying that most millennials, the only way they're able to buy a house is mom and dad are kind of giving them the down payment. That's pretty much it. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of it too is is because it's so much more expensive. A lot of these baby boomers that were at the point, okay, maybe it's time to sell the home and upgrade. They aren't doing that anymore, but you can't continue to build homes because the uh, transportation, the infrastructure is not there. Like in, in Spanish Fork where I live, they apparently are just approving the final homes in an area that can be built because of the infrastructure. It doesn't support more people coming into town, but the older, the baby boomers aren't selling their less expensive homes and upgrading like mm-hmm. they used to. So it's creating a, a massive problem there for these millennials trying to buy their first homes. Yeah, no question. I'm super curious to see what real estate does over the next five to 10 yeah. years. A lot of people still think it's definitely going to increase. I see a lot of potential headwinds. So yeah, it's a good question. All right. All right. So that was uh, our money topic here. And then as we transition here, let's go into mindset. So 10 ways to overcome adversity and thrive during hard times. And adversity can be defined a few different ways for a lot of people. Maybe it's losing a job. Maybe it's having a financial setback. Maybe you uh, invested all your money in crypto and that hasn't quite come back for you. Could be a number of things. Maybe you're going through a physical uh, injury or an illness. Uh, Maybe you've had a relationship go sour, divorce. There's poverty, there's losing a loved one, and then I'd say there's struggling within your career. And I'd also put, you know, overcoming some of life's real big challenges like substance uh, abuse and addiction. I was reading this book like I was telling you about. Jimmy Johnson, uh, the former Cowboys coach, his uh, son uh, had a real problem with alcohol. And so wherever you're at, there's, there's adversity that you're going through right now. And this article basically lists 10 ways to get through with that or to overcome it, what would you say, you know, before getting these 10 uh, methods to overcome adversity is important when you're going through adversity? You should do maybe before you even think, well, how, how should I overcome it? It's almost like first you need to come to terms with like reality is kind of yeah, what I'm thinking. That's what I would say is, is understanding your adversity, kind of defining what you actually are going through and, and accepting it as a real thing. I think so many people are actually just in denial. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You're in denial that you're in financial straits. Things are not good. Uh, You know, your income's gone down, your expenses have gone up, the kids are more expensive and you're literally using credit cards to stay alive. And you're literally going down a path towards bankruptcy. If you don't increase your income, cut some expenses. There are people in that camp. There are people who have a real problem and maybe a substance abuse problem. Maybe yeah. alcohol is a real issue and it's affecting every area of their life, ruining relationships, you know, jeopardizing their job at work. And they need to be able to be honest about that problem. So I, I think it's a good point. Number one, you have to like, actually, before we get to these 10 solutions of dealing with adversity, you have to number one, come to terms with reality. You're going through something difficult and you need to be honest about it. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I see that a lot. Um, not to judge people, but sometimes it's just so obvious, like in a marriage, you, sure. your marriage could really, really be struggling, but maybe you don't want to take the time or effort or energy to fix it. So you just, you ignore the fact that you are going through adversity and, and sometimes with business owners, same thing, the business is failing, but they put on this smiley face and, and act like nothing's wrong. And that's probably the worst thing you can do. No question about it. You got to deal with the dirty stuff that's out there and fix it. So number one, got to realize it's out there be honest live in reality and then to start you know going right along with that number one it says stop making excuses right you are where you're at because of one person the decisions you made led you to adversity and so when i think back to 
you know, when I was literally going bankrupt, businesses are failing. Yes, it's the 0809 recession. Yes, it's one of the worst times that real estate uh, had in the history of this country. And at the same time, it was my bad decisions that led me there until I could actually be honest with my own issues and shortcomings. I couldn't get that right. Yeah, absolutely. And until you address the fact that I'm accountable for my own actions, you're, you're not going to make a change, period. 100%. So number one, stop making excuses. Number two, it's just to write your thoughts down, maybe talk with somebody like actually just, hey, here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm feeling. And sometimes it's important to find someone to talk to about that. I remember uh, watching an episode of Patrick but David, and he was in a tough situation, I think, 2010. Um, he and his wife had just had a miscarriage. He had put his life savings into his business, and they were down to like 13 grand in the bank account from half a million. He had to settle a lawsuit with his previous employer who sued him for starting his own business. And he couldn't go talk to his wife because she just had a miscarriage, and she's in a tough spot. And so he literally just found this, this psychiatrist somewhere and booked an appointment and he talked for an hour, felt better. Psychiatrist didn't say much to him, but it's important to be able to release, at least get it all out there and then, okay, how can we move forward from there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think therapy can be a really, really good thing for a lot of people. Going to therapy does not mean that you are struggling. You could be a very, very successful right. human and going to therapy can just help you get over one small little aspect or struggle that you're going through. Um, the third thing on this list is to change your state of mind. And that's something we talk a, a lot about because that is one thing that unless you have like a severe mental illness, of course, there's situations, there's outliers, but the vast majority of us changing your state of mind is a choice you get to make. It's that attitude decision that, that we talked about on the last, the, the last podcast. So that's the next step to overcoming adversity is, is changing your state of mind, no matter what, having that positive attitude. Amen. And next, stay disciplined. Like, put together a plan to get back on top of it. If you are struggling in your business and you know you need to start with, well, our sales have dropped, our product's not as good. Well, great, let's write it down. How are we going to improve the product or service? How are we going to provide a better experience? How are we going to generate more leads and more deals? At the end of the day, the one thing I remember before before we started this company, I mean, I was in a tight spot because a previous company I had to bring a hundred grand in debt over with me, but I I'd been here before, and so I'm like, I'm going to focus on sales. That's what we're going to do, and that's what we did. And when you focus on sales, all of a sudden, within I mean, it was literally it was literally I think our third month, fourth month, we were already over a hundred thousand dollars in sales because that's what we focused on the sales. And so make that game plan and focus on it. Absolutely. The next, uh, next step here is to have a sense of humor. And this is, this is something that honestly, just doing little things like making the decision to smile can go a really, really long way. Like I, I first learned that in a, a sales job when I was a lot younger, it was just, you know, smile more frequently on your phone call and your, your tones, your attitude, everything's going to be lifted. Same thing with sense of humor force a laugh. Like even if something's not that funny to you, just make yourself laugh and smile more often. And all of a sudden you'll, you'll find that you're a little bit more giddy. You're smiling more, you're laughing more. It's another one of those things. You just have to make the decision to do it. It's a choice. And then it, it the results will follow. Then the next thing they talk about is have faith, have faith that you're going to come out of this. You're going to win. And it's interesting I've been watching this documentary that my that my daughter recommended, and it's called From Zero to 100, and it, it basically researches, and they meet all these people who, in these five areas of the world, all live well beyond 100, 
And one of the common denominators or factors of why they all lived longer was they all had like this this uh, community of faith. They they all went had some sort of religious ideology. They went to church or they got together with people and they had a higher a belief in a higher power. And because of that, somehow that helped them all be more success, successful, live through adversity and have healthy, happy lives well into, the, I mean, some of these people are 115 years old, if you can believe it. And so interesting what, how important that is. And, and as you look at entrepreneurs, the same thing happened when Elon Musk was literally about to lose everything, but he had faith that he was going to get that last loan, which he got in 09, and then the rest is history. Now he's the wealthiest person in the world. Uh, John D. Rockefeller had faith that he was going to create the biggest oil company in the world, which he did, which was uh, Standard Oil. And it happened because he had this great faith, and he didn't get on this uh, train that actually eventually derailed. Everybody died on it, and he just like had this faith. Like, and from that moment on, he just knew that he was that there was a higher power that was going to help him. So, even if that is or isn't true, whatever you believe, when you have that faith, magic happens. Yeah, even if it's just that faith in yourself, that that's hundred percent very important. Same thing. Um, the the next reason here is to acknowledge your wins right? Even the small ones, when you're really down in the dumps and you're struggling, getting even the slightest win of, of going to the gym, of saying no to the drink of alcohol that you're trying to quit, those small wins become contagious and, and you start to understand what it feels like to win and you want that more and more. So acknowledging your small wins is very, very important. All right. Then we've got, uh, don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer, right? You're out there. You're, you're trying to find a solution. You keep pushing until you find that solution. Yep. Surround yourself with positive people. That's the next one here. And again, attitude, positivity, negativity, it's all contagious, right? If you are frequently surrounded by people, you will all start to have similar attitudes. You will all start to have similar beliefs because it is contagious. So it's it's so important that if you're down in the dumps, you're going through adversity, you need to be around people that will uplift you and bring you up. Amen. I was just uh, wrote this big quote out to my son who's 14, and I'm like, all right, if you hang around five people that are constantly whining and complaining, you'll be number six. If you hang around five people who are working hard, have big dreams, and want to accomplish a lot in life, you'll be number six. If you hang around five people who are constantly you know, drunk, doing drugs, getting into trouble, guess what? You'll be number six, and it is so true. You are the sum of the people that you hang out with the most. Absolutely. And then the last one is spend time in nature. Um, I like this. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just whether it's nature or somewhere just private and quiet and solemn, like somewhere where you can actually just go out and compose your thoughts. That's kind of my take on it. Unless I'm missing something, I don't necessarily love to go out into the boonies and whatnot. But, uh, oh, there's our alarm. There's our timer, guys. <laughs> um, it's time to talk about football. Yeah. <laughs> but, Leo, you, you tell me, is that kind of the concept of, of the – Spend time in nature one? Or? I think so, yeah. If you can get out there, one of the things that I like doing is getting out and going on a hike or even just at work. Sometimes just leave your office and walk outside, you know, for 10, 15 minutes. It does so much good to get outside, get some vitamin D, some sun on you, and get some motion out there. That was that was something else in this documentary on Netflix, by the way, which I highly recommend. All these people were very active. A lot of them didn't drive around in cars. They would walk to the store. 
They all had gardens they were tending to. They were always out in nature, just walking around, uh, playing, having fun, doing things. They weren't just sitting at home watching TV, which is what a lot of retired people in the U.S. do. And that doesn't lead to happiness and success. And a lot of them die early, which makes no sense. And these people in Costa Rica, much poorer country, are living much happier, more healthy lives. They have a longer life expectancy than we do in the U.S. And I think nature plays a big role. Awesome. Well, that's a uh, 10 thing. Again, those 10 things to help you overcome adversity. I think uh, it's a really good things. Even if you're not going through adversity, those are some really, really good things just to live a happier, more fulfilling life that you really need to consider. Um, obviously we've reached our time, but we'll, we'll briefly touch on, you know what, Thursday, let's, let's make our picks. Um, I'm going to talk about my bets. I, I actually hit on a couple big ones with college football um, I put 50 bucks. It was plus 750 or plus 730, something like that on Colorado beating TCU. Saw that one coming a mile away with all the talent going into Colorado and how much talent was leaving TCU to the NFL. But we'll go over some of these NFL picks, some of these trends, especially with week one. Again, I said this at the start of the show. I can explain why a little bit more on the next episode, but I am definitely picking the Lions Week one, uh, that's this Thursday, just a couple days from now. Uh, the Chiefs, last I checked, still don't have a deal for their their main. Chris Jones, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a big miss. I mean, he yes. was a massive factor in them winning the Super Bowl last year, massive factor in getting past Cincinnati. So, so you're kind of excited about Detroit. Anyone else you're excited about? We'll get into the, the matchups and make those picks on Thursday. But just off the top of your head, some teams you're kind of excited to see. Obviously, I think we're all a little bit excited to see what's going to happen when Green Bay, or excuse me, not Green Bay, the Jets, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers play Buffalo on Monday night. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens there. Yeah, I I still think I'm going with the Bills. In fact, I've already put some money on the Bills. I, I definitely think the Bills are the better team. I'm excited to see, because they still won't have Von Miller, I don't think their, their front six front so I, I don't think they're going to be able to put a lot of pressure on on Aaron Rodgers but their offense is just uh, the Bills offense is too strong I'm excited to see the Jets face their first uh, good defensive front and see how well how composed Aaron Rodgers can stay because I think he's gonna absolutely lose it and struggle with that offensive line uh, again I'll dive more into the Jets next time because that's the Monday night game so that we have to wait a little nighter. bit longer for yeah. that one um, as much as I hate to admit this, cause we play them week one, I think if I had to pick one sleeper team per se, I mean, when we're talking about teams to win the Super Bowl this year, most people go, you know, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals, 49ers out and the Jets. A lot of people are saying the Jets, which is asinine, but outside of those ones, I'd probably have to go the Chargers. I, I think the Chargers are one of the most complete football very teams awesome. out there, a very complete yeah. football team and a phenomenal quarterback. So the Chargers, we, the Dolphins play them week one. I think those are two teams that could definitely be sleepers, but I think if I had to pick one, probably the Chargers. Good stuff. Well, we'll jump into that on Thursday. Have a fantastic week. Take action. You had Labor Day yesterday, so make sure you're making every minute count. And really, one thing I find that helps me is write out your list of what's most important. If I got three things done today that would really move my business forward, what are they? Write those down and knock those out. Make your next couple days awesome, and we'll see you on Thursday with NFL picks and an amazing topic to help you keep growing your business. 
thank you for joining us on the Go Figure podcast. If you learned something that will help your business or family, take 30 seconds and give us a five star. If we added value to your day, then share the show with someone who wants to get their money right and be sure to subscribe to the Seven Figures Funding YouTube channel. If you're a business owner and a parent committed to getting your money right for your family, then check out the MyFigures.com money app with a free 30-day trial to manage your money, track your net worth, and build a profit-first business through our fintech platform. God bless, and we'll see you next time on the Go Figure podcast.